Do you need insurance for your business? Why not contact the experts at BBI Ireland and join the winning team situated at Town Hall Street, Cavan. For all your property, farm and business needs, make BBI Ireland your first choice. Log on to bbiireland.ie or contact Anthony Ford or Desi Smith in Cavan on 049 433 Kieran Callahan Electrical Limited has been providing a quality service to the industrial, commercial and domestic sectors nationwide since 1996. Reduce your business's energy bill with our energy audit. Or if you need any electrical works carried out, why not contact Kieran Callahan Electrical on 049 433 0111. Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Supervalue, Virginia. Supporting local. Club V is Cavan's best over 21s entertainment venue. With state of the art lighting and sound system, VIP room with bar, as well as a cocktail bar, outdoor heated and fully seated smoking area so you can sit, relax, and take time to catch up with friends. Club V opens every Saturday night and holiday Sunday at 11pm. To find out more about Club V and our upcoming events, follow us on Twitter or become a fan on Facebook. Club V Virginia at the Riverfront Hotel. Imagine your wedding day with unparalleled service, commanding views and mature grounds on one of Ireland's most beautiful family-run countryside estates. Located on our private shores of Loch Sheelan, Crover House Hotel in Cavan offers a personal service to each couple. A limited number of 2016 wedding packages are still available. Call 049-8540-206 today. Our unique location for your unique occasion. Crover House Hotel. Looking for somewhere for a post-match point to catch up on the crack and discuss the game? Why not call in to Michael Mooney at the Sleeve Ross Bar, College Street in Cavan Town? The Sleeve Ross is famed for its warm, friendly atmosphere and great points. So drop in to Michael and staff today. You won't be disappointed. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Park Touch for the We Are Cavan uh, Super Value GAA post-match show where Cavan have put in an unbelievable second half display to come from uh, I think it's nine or sorry seven points down at half time to run out with a seven point victory, scoring one goal and fifteen points in the second half. We're delighted to be joined here um, at the back of the stand in Park Tolchin by Fergal Flanagan who unfortunately went off injured and we will come to that maybe in a minute, but second half display from Cavan was just to the highest of standards, what was said at half time to change things? Well, I suppose nothing was really said that would have changed the second half, but we knew ourselves we were getting chances in the first half, we probably didn't take them, and defensively we were probably a little bit open, but we were playing okay in the first half, it just, as I said, we weren't decisive enough and taking our goal opportunities, maybe point opportunities, we just set up the way we wanted to set up and took from there, so it was a good second half, but lots to work on too, we only played really 25 minutes of football, and we showed people what we could do when we get going. Yeah, 
Mickey Brennan makes a lot of points about the uh, the field and, and in Breffney Park how it can be a little bit heavy on the legs. Out there it looked like the, the field was very easy to run on and it suited Cavan down to the ground. Yeah, no, it seems to me Park Tolton is always a sand-based pitch and it really helps the legs. You're able to spring off of Breffney Park, to be honest, is dead and you, you won't move in Breffney Park half as easily as in Park Tolton. Yeah, we have Paul Fitzpatrick here with us. Uh, We're just getting a few texts in me to say your mic is very low there, so maybe you want to have a look at that. No problem. We'll try and bring that up. Is that helping in any way? Um, but yeah, Paul, what did you think of that second half display while I'm trying to fix this? Um, I, I haven't seen anything like it in my time following Cavan. Damien, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I had Cavan backed, and a half time I was, I was cursing them, and. I thought that this is this is dead and buried eight points in it. But I know from chatting to you during the week, Fergal, you were saying that that um, it was a matter of executing the, the little things, like little hand passes and things like that, maybe going astray. And you could see that in the first half. I thought Cavan created an awful lot of chances and a couple of bad wides and a couple of little things amiss and uh, hit the crossbar as well. But in the second half, when they put it together, I mean, it was just it was just sensational. I thought Shawnee Johnston was absolutely brilliant. Um, Darren McFeely was probably man of the match for me. Park Faulkner as well was brilliant. Connor Miner probably had his best game in the Cavan jersey at senior level as well so all around I just thought it was absolutely fantastic and hopefully it'll be the making of this team now and it'll, it'll give the lads the, the little bit of belief to drive on now because everyone knows this is the best Cavan team there's been in, in 10 or 15 years but they just need a little bit of a, of a break and, and they'll start proving that and I think they will now yeah, Fergal, I don't know if, if you've heard, but uh, Derry were beaten up in Celtic Park by Galway, which is a, a result that, right, we're looking way down the line, you know, four more games, but it puts a promotion prospect still there available for you guys. Yeah, well, look, we're going to take it match by match. Obviously, if results go away, we'll be in the shake-up, but all we have to do is concentrate on our own fixtures, and if we look after them, then hopefully the other fixtures look after us. Yeah, look, looking at the team, you know, the youngsters that, that come in, well, I see a youngster, Porrick Faulkner in there in the full-back line, he's really growing into that cornerback role and he's he's starting to show what he's capable of doing. Yeah, like the, them younger players there are merit and we see that in training day in, day out. There's really good competition in, within the squad, so if you see them starting, they'll do well at training as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a reflection of it. Niall Murray, come on for yourself. He, he got up the field and scored two points. He's coming back from an injury. Just to speak of your injury... Um, it, it looked like hamstring from where I was sitting. What What's the assessment on it? Yeah, no, I've had a little bit of hamstring bother over the last year and I'm afraid it's gone again, but hopefully back three to four weeks. Maybe, yeah. Maybe a little bit longer, but look, at happy with the team performance and we'll move on from here. Yeah, it's about driving forward then as well. Um, you know, Shani Johnson, we just a quick word about him and then we'll, we'll let you go. I, I think I made it six points in total, or definitely five points anyway. It, it really is a huge advantage to have the likes of a marquee corner forward in there. And I know that it, it was a lot of, you know, the panel were all behind this move of, of him coming back in. Yeah, look, at his quality forward. I don't think anyone can dispute that and we're just happy to have him. When there's good ball good in there, he's seen today he was popping over the points fairly easily. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Well, Fergal, thanks very much for coming up and talking to us. And hopefully, it's not even three or four weeks because it'll be great to get you back and a full panel back for Cavan in the future. Thanks, David. Uh, Paul, just looking back over the game at half time, I know, I know that you put in, uh, uh, yeah, you, you had a, a few euros, a couple of, sp- a bit of spare change on Cavan. But did you see at half time that second half display coming? No, absolutely no way, no way. I I had a WhatsApp group with a few of my friends, and we were texting just coming up to halftime, and some of them were here and some of them weren't here, and they're asking what was happening. And at, at six points down, Damien, I, I think I put up a text and said this could be a hammering. And straight after that, Mead got made it seven, and then they made it eight. 
and I thought I honestly thought this is the day maybe the wheels might come off for Cavan because I really felt that today was make or break for this Cavan team they were, they were going to be asked a big question today you can make an excuse for the Tyrone game you can make an excuse for the for the um, Derry game you're playing the two best teams in the division but today was the day that there was no excuses they had to get a win they lost this one they were in a relegation battle the big question was asked and they um, answered it emphatically yeah Mickey Brennan has joined us here up in uh, Park Tolson again and, and you know I suppose you had predicted during the week uh, a 4-5 or five point win for Cavan at half time I'd say even you were nervous about it yeah well, look, I was, but I, I, I did not think that Cavan would come back into it. I didn't think it would be <laughs> so emphatic. Um, I did think that their legs in the second half w- 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 did, did have the legs on the Mead team. But, um, you know, it, it, just looking at it, the first half display by Mead, they were clinical. But Cavan created more scoring chances, but just weren't able to convert them. Um, Mead looked more clinical in the forward line. There was four or five of the starting forwards that scored in the first half. Graham Riley was running the show. He was just—he was everywhere for Mead, and he was running at the Mead defence. Second half, Killian Clark pushed up on him, marked him, and he as soon as he went out of the game, Mead went out of the game. And not only that, but Graham Riley took a big hit at one stage as well from Killian Clark, and that seemed to put him off his game. It you know, really and, did. And, and it's hard to think that you'd ever be talking about a Mead team where a fella got a knock. And I put it out of put him out of his game. That's, you know? that's made football now, Mickey. But the, which you actually pointed out in the podcast we done during the week, Mickey. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's what I mean. Like you know, the the steel. You know, if that if, if that had happened years ago, back in the nineties, to one of the Mead footballers, he would have been back up and, and and looking to see how hard he could hit Killian Clark the next time. You know, it's, it's just that's the, it's that changed. Football, yeah. Just. Just looking, looking back on it, and we're going to be joined by Cavan manager Terry Highland in in the next few minutes. Hopefully, if he if he's uh, he's getting a selfie done down there, I think. But it's uh, to, to talk. Week, we, we, we spoke about Killian Clark going on to Graham Riley, managerial move, absolutely brilliant. But you also mentioned about the the fitness and the speed of Cavan. Kevin Downs has to come in and Owen uh, Maguire for a huge amount of praise because they look conditioned to just absolutely perfectly there. Definitely, you'd have to say that. Uh, but look, uh, Cavan, Cavan have been working on that fitness for the last few years, and 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 they are, you know, at a, a, a top-notch level. Um, and uh, th- th- fitness is never a problem with Cavan. So it's not, and, and it was plain to see there today. So it was. Yeah, it? absolutely brilliant. Definitely fitness. There wasn't a problem with it in that there's second a, there's half. A smiling Terry Highland <laughs> making his way up the steps. You know, it's great to see it. He's making the long journey. Highland in, Highland in. Hi, Patrick was getting t- texts and tweets saying Highland in, and it's great to have uh, Cavan manager Terry Highland after probably the most impressive second half display that I've ever seen by a Cavan team. Terry, you must be just delighted. Well, I'm delighted to get the results, I suppose, and that's all we want to do. You know, I mean, I don't mind winning, whether we win pretty or win ugly, it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, league is about two points on the board. Yeah, two points on the board, which I was pointing out earlier on, um, are, are even more important now because Galway went up to Derry and beat Derry. So it puts Cavan, I know it's a long way down the road, but in a promotion hope anyway. Look, we take it day by day. At the end of the day, uh, I still think 10 points will get you promoted. I still think 6 points will keep you in the division. It's going to be that type of tight division. We just have to go out and take it game by game, and hopefully we can get points, more points on the board. Terry, what did you say to them at half-time? Because down by 7 points at half-time, it looked really, really bleak. Well, it wasn't that we were doing an awful lot wrong in the first half. We didn't have to really say that much to them. They knew themselves. They created the chances, and they knew they were very loose at the back. We just had to get maybe reorganised and... Maybe that's the beauty of uh, 
being a manager of your team is, is, is the first half you want things to go wrong not the second half because you can't do an awful lot on the pitch when the team starts coming against you in the second half and as was Mika caught a little bit in that like, we had our full back line probably attacking too much in the first half which left big gaps gaps at the back when they counted on Rana yeah. so we just need to get the lads to settle back and, and do their jobs and there was a lot of speed in that Mead team which was you know Eamon Wallace their goal he, he really tore them apart but second half when in the second half you pushed Killian Clark I think on the Graham Riley and that was instrumental because Graham Riley did pull a lot of strings in the first half oh they did well all that again but probably cute on the big kick out there was probably seven or eight kick outs under the stand here that we didn't push out on were simple pop out balls and lads were getting dragged in but the men were pulling them over at the end of the day you, you have to look up and see what the opposition is doing when you're on the pitch and you have to counter it out there as well as you can't always be dependent on somebody to pull the things along the line yeah, just looking at the the team before started, Eugene Keaton didn't make it. Was it was it a, a, a an injury that he tweaked the hamstring during the week of trainer? Nothing too serious though. Well, look at hamstrings or hamstrings. You just have to wait and see. Hopefully, he'll not be too far. Flanagan obviously had a, a hamstring injury during the match as well. Yeah, and Ferguson's had a bit of a problem with that for the last 12 to 18 months. He, uh, you know, even last year he was having problems with it, and it, it, it fared up today, unfortunately for him. You have to be delighted. Park Faulkner is his first year in at county senior level at cornerback, and he's he's really settling into that role. Yeah, Park had a very good game. Park has plenty of ability. He's a big, strong, robust fella to go along with it. And you know, he, he probably brings the Faulkner genes with him that he just goes for the ball and that's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, which is a huge asset to have. And, and Terry, I, I spoke to you during the week, and I was asking about Darren McVitie, and you were saying that he he had a wee bit of a knock in training. He wasn't just himself, but. The hope was that on a fast surface like that, McVitie would catch fire, and I thought he was absolutely fantastic today. He was probably man of the match out there. Well, especially in the second half, you know, he cut out an awful lot of ball. He probably got caught a little bit in the first half. He looked he had an ankle injury, he got a bang, and uh, he had a bruised ankle, and you know, he had to come in the day. But as those time heals that, and he got nine, ten days to, to, to recover from it, and hopefully during the week he'll get that much better on it. I was, I was going to actually point out Darren McVitie as being a key member in that second half. At one stage there in the second half, Terry, he caught four in a row of the Mead kickouts that all led to scores for Cavan and he wouldn't be the biggest man in the world catching four balls that was incredible well I think going back to what I said to you at half time we spoke about the kick out they were putting the ball into our pocket and we just had a man we had to just cover the pocket it was as simple as that you know what I mean and that's you know people look at kick outs and strategies and they talk about this that and the other and at the end of the day sometimes there be too many moving parts if you stand your ground even the parts that keep moving they only can kick the ball in certain areas mm-hmm. and you have to cover it off yeah. yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. I, I will not keep you much longer at all. I suppose after the disappointment of the the opening two games, but the performance was there. It it must be a huge weight off your shoulders now that the lads went out and and got the result that the performance deserved. I felt the last day we should have got a result of the performance. I think the performance the last day probably was much better in the second half. Was you know we were playing against a team, an also style team, and we ran at them as well, and we created chances. Unfortunately. We weren't maybe cute enough in front of goal and we should have took something out of it. You know, that was the one thing we wanted to be sure today was that we come out of here with a result. You seem in better form today anyway than you did after the Derry game. Wait, did, you, did you see him that evening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think he had to go away in there. There was a Highland hardware jet was waiting. <laughs> uh, it wasn't really anything got to do with the form, I suppose, in one sense. Look at In the end of the day, when you're after a game and people ask you to do interviews and you know your form can vary depending on what's out to happen out in front of you and Absolutely. there's third parties involved and I felt it was better just to keep up out of the way yeah it was a sensible sensible decision and fairness to you one last thing before you do go from my point of view Shawnee Johnston 
uh, six points. Yeah, you have to say, you know, it's it's great to have a forward of his quality to be able to bring in now, and and that's his first start I think since 2012. So he's really he's really coming to form. Yeah, well, look, we felt today was going to be a day for Warshani because you're not playing an Ulster team. There's going to be much more room, and you know, for for like Sean to uh, work on. And that's the good thing about our panel. We have now. 28 or 29 lads are there that we can move in and out and it's unfortunate we can only put on 20 in the game and we can only start 15 because there is 9 or 10 lads in that dugout every bit as good as the lads is playing but you know they just have to wait unfortunately and t- the time is right for them and you, when you mentioned the lads on the bench the, the boys who came off the bench all played their part in that win as well today they were absolutely exceptional yeah well that's it's, 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 it's a squad sport anymore it's not the 15 or, you know what I mean that's the way it is and you have to cover have cover from multiple places on the pitch and you have to have lads who can adapt to play you know and as you've seen uh, Jason McDonald come up and kicking the point and I've always said if you're fit to play a corner back in the county team you're fit to kick the ball across the bow on the other side it shouldn't make any difference whether you're back or a forward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Terry was this the day that the Cavan team came of age well, I don't think there's any famous party party. <laughs> <laughs> Time will tell. Time, Time will tell. Nobody presented the cake to me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant stuff, Terry Henning. Thanks very much for coming up and talking to us here on We Are Cav, and appreciate your, your your time all the time. Thank you. Thanks, Terry. We'll, uh, we'll double your money worth of that. We sure did exactly. <laughs> It's always good value when Terry Highland comes up and talks to us anyway. But uh, definitely, look at lads, we, we'll not keep the listeners too much longer. I'm sure they're, they're already back in Cavan, thanks to the wonderful motorways that, that they, I think it was a Fianna Fáil government, or maybe it was Fianna Gael, God knows who it was, but people are watching the elections anyway, but they're back in Cavan now. Uh, a word for the motorway there, Mickey, the M3, it's something that's in it. I tell you, that M3, I remember the day that the planning went through for the M3, it was a big day here in Navin, so it was, uh, and uh, it's, uh, it seems to be getting to be a big day in Cavan as well at the minute are you saying he's a journeyman Paul <laughs> you're no, the second one today who, who suggested that no well Cavan sent them up the M3 that's why <laughs> <laughs> absolutely brilliant so look we're going to wrap up with that for the post-match show here from Park Tolchin in Navan on a day when Cavan finished up with an emphatic win after being down by 7 points at half time they turned a 14 point turnaround in the second half to win on a scoreline of 1 goal and 13 points to 1 goal and 20 be sure to tune in to our McAvoy Super Value podcast for next week it'll be a preview show looking ahead to the clash of Cavan and Armagh isn't it next week Cavan and Armagh next week so and that's on Saturday evening so my thanks to Michael Brennan to uh, Paul Fitzpatrick and to Fergal Flanagan and Terry Highland for joining us on the podcast please do support our sponsors at every opportunity Romar Energy offer the best energy solutions for your home and business We offer A-rated condensing boilers for gas and oil, solar thermal water heating systems and cost-effective systems for generating heat. So if you want us to help you cut your fuel bill by 50%, check out romarenergy.ie. Romar Energy, working towards a greener planet. Celtic Warrior, crafted pale ale from the Highland Brewing Company. Born of the land in the hills of Breffney, our beer is crafted with our Celtic legacy in mind. Find us on Facebook. Enjoy Celtic Warrior responsibly and visit drinkaware.ie. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties 
For over 50 years, a family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details.